Hi, welcome to the Fantastic Forecast Christmas Special number six. Today it's Marvel Comics presents number eighteen from the Christmas of nineteen eighty-eight. First up, Christmas Tease, starring the sensational She-Hulk by writer artist John Byrne. It was the night before Christmas, and She-Hulk is feeling blue. She's drinking Coca-Cola Classic, which is better than the new. Her life is normally filled with action and adventure. I'm sure we can all agree. But on this lonely Christmas Eve, She-Hulk is feeling as bored as can be. Her book, Savage She-Hulk, didn't make it to issue 26. And as a member of the Avengers and Fantastic Four, She's no longer in the mix. She'd better be glad at this time. The main FF book is totally junk. She gets up out of her chair and says she needs to get out of her funk. She picks up the phone and gives FF headquarters a ring. And on the other end, who picks up why it's Ben Grimm, the thing. He asks if she's having a nice Christmas Eve in his voice that is gruff. She replies that she's bored sitting around on her big green duff. Ben is trying to figure out what his gifts are that came from Santa Claus, while She-Hulk wonders what other heroes are doing to counteract the Christmas blahs. Ben suggests that Captain America is doing something schmaltzy, of course, and Thor, well, he's doing nothing for Christmas as he's a god that is Norse. She-Hulk apologizes to Ben and says that she's sorry for whining. Just then, Doctor Doom shows up, and he's not there for dining. He busts through the wall and calls She-Hulk, an insolent green witch. I think that's comic book code authority speak for crazy green bitch. Doom said he would one day be back to destroy the She-Hulk, and he's a man of his word. He's blasting the holy shit out of her apartment, to the point it's absurd. She points out that it's not her place, she's apartment sitting for a friend. And boy, when they get home, that's one friendship that's certain to come to an end. Doom says he wants to kill her, but it better not be slow. She-Hulk reminds him they only got four more pages to go. She punches him hard, and her fists go into his head. His body is lifeless, and she thinks that he's now dead. Even though he grabs and rips She-Hulk's shirt like he wants a look, She has to remind Dr. Doom that this is a code-approved book. And then Magneto arrives, and he's going to cause a stir. But attacking She-Hulk, really? What's his beef with her? We never learn what kind of grudge that Magneto wants to settle. But She-Hulk is still holding Doom, who's totally covered in metal. And she has a plan now, it's totally foolproof. She tosses Doom at Magneto, And once hit, he's like, oof! And then a bright light appears. More danger in the air. She goes over to the wall of the apartment, which is no longer there. She looks and sees a big spaceship landing in the city. Galactus is showing up, making this Christmas rather shitty. But then, we're back to reality. And She-Hulk is there all alone. Sitting in the clean apartment, 
with Ben Grimm still on the phone. The appearance of all the villains was just She-Hulk's imagination, just some wishful thinking to deal with her boredom and frustration. Ben notices that it's after midnight and he's had enough of this. He tells She-Hulk goodbye and wishes her a Merry Christmas. She heads to a stack of gifts, waiting to be opened on Christmas Day. She grabs a big present from Marvel and starts ripping the paper away. She's not so bored now. She's whistling a different tune. Inside the box are complimentary copies of Sensational She-Hulk number one on sale soon. Yes, this little eight-page tale is totally 100% an ad, which is better than the typical eight-page story, which are 99% bad. Don't complain, it's John Burns She-Hulk, so it's perfectly fine. The story ends with She-Hulk telling the reader, Merry Christmas and see you in 1989. The End Next up is an FF holiday story where Willie Lumpkin starred by Glenn Hurdling and Richard Howell, title A Christmas Card. It was the night before Christmas at the home of the Fantastic Four. The group comes home to find Willie Lumpkin waiting at the front door. This was a time when the book was incredibly dull. We've got Johnny and his wife Alicia, better known as Elijah the Scroll. Ben is with his girlfriend Sharon. Miss Marvel, oh yeah, the she-thing. Willie's got mail, bags and bags, as much as he could bring. All these bags of mail seem like a lot for a tiny old man to haul. And he's getting on top like a crazy person, saying, Season's greetings for all. Willie says he carried them by himself, but Johnny Storm ain't buying. He says that when Willie's ears are wiggling, he knows that he's lying. He admits he had help. Clearly, he was planning to hit the FF with a guilt trip, using those big bags of mail to obtain a large Christmas tip. Ben tells Willie that the next day, he ought to drop by. Joining the FF for Christmas. Great, if you want to die. Willie hears the offer and politely turns it down flat, saying, Remember what happened last time I took you up on an offer like that? Instead, Willie invites the FF to join him for Christmas at his nephew's place. Should he run that idea by his nephew first, just in case? Ben Grimm is oddly happy, big grin on his face, smiling from ear to ear. He says... That sounds a whole lot safer than Christmas here. You know, putting a big force symbol on your building isn't the smartest move. It's like a big target for supervillains attacking because they got something to prove. But Christmas at Willie Lumpkins sounds like the worst of all hells. Ben takes the address and Willie strolls away singing Jingle Bells.
Outside, the snow is falling, and New York looks very pretty. And we find a young blonde angel flying out over the city. He has an address in hand, similar to the one belonging to Willie. The address is for J. Jonah Jameson. Isn't that silly? But a gust of wind comes along and blows the paper away. The angel remembers the address, he thinks, so everything's okay. In Willie's apartment, he's relaxing in his nightrobe apparel, watching TV, the 1962 classic, Mr. Magoo's Christmas Carol. The clock strikes midnight, with bong after bong after bong, and the angel shows up. Yes, he remembered the address wrong. This was supposed to be J. Jonah Jameson's Christmas Carol, alas. This guy showing up at Willie's house, yes, it's the ghost of Christmas past. The ghost says he's there to help Willie escape his contemptible fate and reclaim his soul. Willie is like, there must be some mistake. He's got the wrong asshole. The ghost tells Willie to come with him. He's going to be his guide. They float through the wall and into a portal as the ghost takes Willie for a ride. At one point, he calls Willie a degenerate. A curious insult to bestow. But then again, maybe this ghost knows something that we don't already know. I find it odd that even though he's supposed to have the wrong man, they travel to Willie's past as if the ghost has a plan. They travel to Willie's hometown. It's a small shithole. Duh. They arrive in the past where he was raised, Glenville, Nebraska. They are looking at young Willie, still a postman in this town and his friend Charlie Boomer and old girlfriend Lila Brown. Willie is in love with Lila, despite her being sexy and him being gross. But she reveals that she's getting married to the man that she loves the most. And no, it ain't Willie that she's gonna get hitched up to. It's Willie's best pal Charlie that she's marrying. Yeah, that's who. This comes as quite a surprise to Willie. Lila's a real bitch. But Willie's a poor mailman and his pal Charlie seems obviously rich. She points out that Willie only dreams of being a postman in a big city. Which we can all agree as a dream. Well that's pretty shitty. She doesn't want to date a guy who's only delivering letter after letter. Charlie dreams of being the postmaster general, which is better. Willie wonders what he's supposed to learn by coming back to this time and place. It seems like the ghost of Christmas past is only rubbing this embarrassing moment in Willie's face. And so with a blink of an eye, they go to location number two, back to the old Baxter building, the FF's former HQ. They find a younger Willie Lumpkin, looking slightly less frail, dropping off presents to the FF from his trusty bag of mail. Ben goes to the door, sees Willie, and proceeds to unlock it. Inside, he finds Reed and Johnny putting decorations on their rocket? Why are they decorating a rocket ship and not a Christmas tree? Reed can afford to buy a real one, so hey, don't ask me. Sue approaches Willie and offers him some mold cider in a cup. I don't know what the hell that is, but it sounds like it would make me throw up. Just then, there's a loud crash, and in the wall, there's a big hole. Oh, guess who's stopping by for Christmas? Why, it's the Super Scroll. Reed pushes Willie into a closet while they deal with this sudden threat. And when they're done with the Super Scroll, guess what they forget? I suppose having good memories isn't any of the FF's powers. Oh my goodness, Willie reveals he was stuck in there for six hours. 
The FF should be ashamed of themselves for doing this back then. And if anyone should be trapped in the closet, it should be Ben. They only found him because Reed ripped his pants, and Sue needed her sewing kit. But wait, Reed's clothes are unstable molecules. Why is Willie telling this ghost bullshit? Willie tells the ghost to take him home. He can't take any more. All he's doing is embarrassing Willie. And really, what for? The ghost of Christmas past disappears, and Willie is now back in his place. The ghost of Christmas present arrives, but Willie recognizes his face. Willie seems perturbed, and he says, Baloney, you're the same spirit as before. The ghost replies that there's only one ghost per degenerate, and there won't be any more. He has Willie touch his robe, and he does his teleportation trick. They appear at the home of nephew, Freddy Lumpkin, who seems like a real dick. He's making fun of Willie, and being a little less than kind, saying that Willie must have Alzheimer's, and is losing his mind. Turns out that Freddy doesn't believe that Willie knows the Fantastic Four. His wife believes this too, and this makes Willie quite sore. They don't believe me. They think I'm a senile old man. Putting him in an old folks home seems to be their current plan. It's odd that his family still thinks of Willie as a nincompoop. Doesn't he have at least one photo of himself with the FF group? So the ghost appears one last time in a dark purple robe, the ghost of Christmas to come. Off to the future to probe. They end up going to Willie's funeral just to have a look. There are 15 people there, and they all look a little shook. Of course, the FF are there with Lijah the Scroll as well. Nephew Freddy, his wife and kid, are his only family that I can tell. But curiously, all the Inhumans, even the big dog, are all there. The Inhumans look sad too. Was Willie there, mailman? Why do they care? Crystal seems especially broken up. Heartbroken and raw. She says, I feel responsible for what happened. If it wasn't for Lockjaw. Willie says to the ghost, I died of Lockjaw? Thinking that's strange. But we learn a little more about how Willie died. Based on a further exchange. Johnny says that Willie's heart gave out. For what did he see? A big giant dog. Lockjaw delivering mail in the Baxter building lobby. Yes, Lockjaw killed Willie for being such a freakish sight. Dogs are the natural enemies of mail carriers, so that seems about right. Dog? I was killed by a dog? Willie yells at the perplexed ghost. None of these visions have been helpful. He's been a terrible host. Willie is pissed off and wonders what he's supposed to be learning. The ghost says that Willie's attitude toward Christmas has been a bit concerning. He says Willie should honor Christmas and keep it in his heart all year. Willie says he's the nicest guy on earth, and this is a lesson he didn't need to hear. The ghost realizes that he made a grave mistake, and he better not stay. He apologizes to Willie and leaves by teleporting away. On Christmas morning, Willie wakes up in his living room chair. Did this ghost thing really happen, or was it some silly nightmare? Willie is startled by a loud knocking coming from his front door. He goes over to answer, and guess what? It's the Fantastic Four. Well, it's Ben, Sharon, Johnny, and Elijah the Scroll who dropped by. And the nephew and his family, 
who would prefer that Willie would die. Merry Christmas, Willie, the seven of them sang to him. But Willie had a bad night, and he's in no mood for this hymn. I'm not a big fan either of people dropping by in any possible cases. Bah humbug, he shouts and slams the door in their faces. And that is the end of my special, my final Christmas wrap. Happy holidays to everyone, and all of that crap. She better be glad, at this time, the main FF book is totally junk. She gets up out of her chair and says she needs to get her, get out of her funk. Man, that was terrible.